You're listening to the Women in Western podcast hosted by Christina Miller and Cheyenne Draves, a lifestyle podcast where we discuss everything from faith to family, business and fitness with emphasis on the glam and grit of women in the Western lifestyle community. Grab a coffee and go for a walk or a drive. Let's chat and inspire each other to be the best version of ourselves. Hello, ladies, and welcome back to another episode of the Women in Western podcast. Happy Wednesday. We are so thankful for all of your guys' positive feedback we had on last week's episode with Aurora Borja on. She got real vulnerable if you didn't listen to last week's episode and shared her pregnancy and birth story. And I had so many people DMing me. Christine had so many people messaging her. Aurora had people messaging her that they were so thankful for her sharing her story. We are so thankful for all the positive feedback, like I said. And um, if you guys continue to like the episodes we do, let us know by commenting, rating, reviewing, all the things. But to get into this week's episode, we always like to start it off with some highlights of the week. So Christina, hey, how are you doing? What are your highlights of the week? Hello, I am doing great. I'm really excited for um, this week. My highlight of the week was actually I went up to Oklahoma to see my husband and we got to see some friends from Colorado who were also down to um, Oklahoma to visit their family and friends. So it was really, really good to reconnect with them. We hadn't seen them in like three years. So got to meet their little kids and just kind of spend some downtime hanging out in Oklahoma. What was your highlight? I love it. Well, I was actually sick this weekend, so I spent the entire weekend just convalescing and feeling all of the pressure in my head and sinuses. It was absolutely terrible, so I don't think my highlight this week was my weekend, but I would say my highlight of the week was I got to do a lot of dentals this week, my equine dentistry business. Um, We had quite a bit of clients this week. Uh, We had to go to Cheyenne, Wyoming, Casper, Wyoming, then we had some local to Colorado. So I did a lot of teeth this week. I think I ended up doing about 15 horses. So it was a nice busy week for me. Um, I love my job because owning several businesses, I get such a variety of stuff to do. Two of my businesses require me at home doing a lot of stuff in the office, but I love my equine dentistry business because I get to go do fun stuff like that. So I had so much fun traveling and doing teeth. My dad, he is retired. So he comes along with me and brings my daughter and we have the most fun because you know, my daughter gets to come and float horses with us. She just runs around the ranch that we're at and my dad follows her around and it just makes my heart full to go float teeth and have my daughter there. So that was the highlight of my week this week. Love that. I love that you get to take Joey with you. Um, I love watching your stories and stuff of her interacting. That's, it's always so fun to see. She has so much fun interacting with all of the horses. It's so much fun. Well, I'm really, really excited to dive into today's episode because um, it's huge for you and I. If uh, I know a lot of people have watched your socials and kind of watched your journey up to this point, um, but just diving into the, to today, we're going to be talking about 75 Hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've kind of hinted on it the past couple weeks about um, a specific fitness and mental challenge that we've done. And it was 75 hard. Christina and I just finished it on April 16th. And we wanted to do a whole podcast episode on it to kind of fill you guys in on what it is and maybe challenge you to do the same and get the best results mentally that you can ever get in your entire life. Yes, the mental change is just 
it's hard to describe because it's so amazing. <laughs> but um, what is 75 Hard Shy? Do you want to explain to everybody what it is? Well, yeah, you actually introduced me to what 75 Hard was. Um, it's created by someone named Andy Frisella, and he has a podcast. We can link the podcast um, in our show notes here, and then we can also share it on our Instagram. Um, it's a whole podcast series he has, but there's one episode that he dives into exactly what 75 Hard is, so he'll do a better job explaining what it is than we are. And I think he has a book, too. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but basically what 75 Hard is... Is, is it's a 75-day mental challenge. And it obviously has aspects of fitness and you can have changes to your fitness during this challenge. But I would say it's all mental toughness. So for 75 days straight, you have to every single day in a 24-hour period from midnight to midnight, you have to complete all of these tasks. So the you have to do two workouts. They have to be 45 minutes long. They can't be 42 minutes. They can't be 35 minutes. They have to be at the very least 45 minutes long. And one of them has to be outside. And it can't be undercover outside. It has to be outside regardless of what the weather is, regardless of if it's negative 10 degrees, if it's raining, if it's 35 mile an hour gusts, anything like that, you have to go outside to do 45 minutes. Um, you have to follow a diet to a T, absolutely no cheats and no alcohol. So for 75 days straight, you cannot stray from your diet. It can be um, any kind of diet you want to follow, but it obviously has to be a decent diet. It can't be like a cookie diet. <laughs> um, you have to, and then the no alcohol thing, you can't have any alcohol for 75 days. You have to read 10 pages of a self-help book every single day, and it cannot be on like a tablet or a Kindle. It has to be a physical book and at the very least 10 pages. You have to take a progress picture every single day. So if you're a girl, you get in your sports bra and your underwear, sports bra and shorts, and take a picture in the mirror every single day. And then you have to drink a gallon of water every single day. And that's not, that's 128 ounces, I'm pretty sure. So um, you have to make sure you get at least 128 ounces total gallon of water. And you have from midnight to midnight to complete these. So you have to do these every single day. And I think that's everything you have to do. Correct me if I'm wrong, Christina. Yeah, no, that's everything. The reasoning behind us doing 75 hard, I actually did it last summer with my husband and um, just where I w was at in my personal life. I um, had a friend reach out, um, I think it was like a day or two before I started it as well. He reached out and said, hey, you know, I think you'd be great at this. And so my husband, it was one of his um, really good friends as well. He actually was like, wanting me to kind of decide to do it on my own. So they sent me the podcast and I listened to the podcast and then my husband was like, Hey, I want to do it with you too. And then some friends kind of joined in. So I did it last summer and the mental growth from it was just astounding. I of course had like physical, um, like fitness results that were amazing as well, but just the mental growth was was 100% worth like all those tasks. I know they sound a little bit daunting, but it's 100% worth it. So did it last year. And then Cheyenne came down to visit. Oh gosh, when did you come down? January? It was the end of January. Yeah, yeah. When we went down to Stephenville. End of January. Um, and there was kind of a turning point moment for the both of us. So I was already kind of thinking like, Hey, I, I want to do it again. I had a little bit of like a rough season in the winter and I was, um, thinking, you know, 
I want to do this again. My husband didn't really want to do it again. So Cheyenne's visiting and we had a, um, just kind of a, a pivotal picture actually <laughs> for the both of us. I don't know. You want to tell the audience what that, what that moment was? Oh my gosh. The picture. Christina and I were at Aurora's house, actually, our friend that we interviewed last week. And we were making dinner and having a great time. You know, Christina and I were definitely in seasons of our life. I Josephine was about a year old at the time. So I'm a year postpartum. Christina had just, you know, had a winter that, you know, she was feeling a little off. And we were at our friend Aurora's house making dinner. And Aurora, she had no bad intentions behind this. We're not blaming her at all. Like, I'm, I'm not saying this is her fault. But she lovingly took a picture of us in the kitchen and said, like, girls are making me dinner. Like, love them. And the next day, Christina and I had a Dandy Lashes meeting planned at her house. So I get to her house the next day. And Christina looks at me and she's like, Cheyenne, did you see the picture that Aurora posted of us on her Instagram story? And I was like, yeah, I saw it. And the reason we were both a little depressy spaghetti <laughs> was because that picture was not only a terrible angle, but we looked massive in it. We both looked easily 30 pounds overweight than we should be. And it's not saying that, you know, it was just a bad angle. We're saying that that picture made us realize that we had put on a lot of extra weight that we did not need. We did not look how we felt. Yeah. And Aurora, if you're listening to this right now, <laughs> we know you did not take that photo with any other intention but gratitude. And we appreciate the photo so much. <laughs> um, because I think that was just that was just a pivotal moment for me because I kind of like let myself get really off track. I didn't have any big goals after I finished 75 hard last year. And so I spent the whole winter like just doing what I wanted and eating what I wanted. And I was like, I kept making jokes. I was like, clearly I didn't learn from the first time like <laughs> that I did it because I had fallen back into such a um, bad habits and I let myself do that. I chose to do that. And so, you know, when I and like you and I know each other well enough, you know, we're really good friends in our family that we're like we're honest with each other. And I think that was kind of just oh, 100 like, percent. Yeah. Like we we were just both like, wow, what are we doing? <laughs> you know, so yeah, I had just gotten off of a whole fall of cooking for those cowboys, you know, for all of hunting season I cooked. And so all I did was eat for four months. Like I tried to like walk every day, but I was making three square meals, like hearty meals for cowboys for three and a half months straight. So I too was not in the best shape of my life and put on way too much weight then. Like I just remember looking in the mirror and not recognizing who I'd see. I would be naked in the mirror. And this wasn't like a self-hate. It's not like I hated my body, but I'd look in the mirror and be like, that does not look like who Cheyenne is. And like you said, we know each other well enough to where we kind of knew that we were on the same wavelength of the same wavelength of like not taking care of ourselves. And we both knew that for each other. Absolutely. And so I think that was the moment where, you know, when we met that morning for our Dandy Lashes meeting, we, um, you were kind of like, already thinking it. And I was already thinking I needed the change too. And I had already shared the podcast with you. Um, after I finished last summer, I was like, Hey, I think you should just check it out. Like no pressure or anything, but just listen to the pod. And so I remember being like, Hey, I think we should do 75 parts together. And then you were like, yeah, I was actually going to ask you the same. So, um, that morning during our meeting, we decided to make the commitment to do it. And I think that was like, what, January 29th? No, it was 30th? January 31st. January it was the last 31st? day of January. Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, the next day we were driving home, Josh and I were, and so you and I were looking at calendars and we're like, okay, what day should we start? Because we both had a lot of travel coming up. We're looking at a calendar. We're like, okay, well, we can start here. Like I was going to Michigan. You're going to Arizona. We wanted to like plan it around our vacations, but we decided not to do that. (laughs) And we did something completely different than plan it around vacations. Yes. And thank goodness we did because like there's always going to be a vacation. There's always going to be something coming up. And we were just looking at the calendar and being like, hey, you know, I selfishly wanted to start after my vacation because who wants to go on vacation doing 75 hard? Like that's hard. (laughs) But thank goodness we just like went all in full send started February 1st. We're like tomorrow morning, we're going to start. Yeah. That was insane to me. We're like, all right, we're starting tomorrow. We just made the decision. No prep. Like I thankfully had a book at home that I could start reading, but yeah, we just decided to start it the next day because we're like, the later we start it, the later we're going to be done. Why don't we just start tomorrow? Exactly. And I'm so thankful we started February 1st because we actually finished um, the day before Easter. And so we got to enjoy like an awesome Easter day with our families with no, we really got to celebrate the win, like really, really celebrate. So it was great. Yeah. I loved the timing on that. And, um, celebrating on Easter was great because you and I both being very religious, you know, we already take that day with such importance of celebrating the resurrection and just being able to not have to spend 45 minutes walking outside on that day after church and being able to eat whatever the heck we wanted for a full (laughs) 24 hours felt absolutely amazing. So we decided to start the next day, didn't know when the end date was going to be. We just knew that we were going to hold ourselves accountable. And I think this goes into the first thing that I learned in this process was going into 75 hard. If this is something that you want to give a try, you have to go into it knowing that you will not fail, that you're going to do it. Because if you go into it thinking, oh, like I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to see. I think that that opens it up to you already failing. So I was going into it saying, I am not going to waver. I'm going to take it day by day. And each day I'm going to do my hundred percent. But I personally had to go into it with the mindset of, I'm not going to half-ass this. I'm going to go all in and I'm going to do it. And in 75 days, I will be able to say that I did this. Yes, because this isn't something that you can like half commit to in order to gain the mental, um, growth from this. Like you have to be absolutely all in 100% on everything. And once you listen to Andy Frisella's podcast, like it's going to make a lot more sense because there's like, there's no variation or deviation from the, like all the tasks that you get to do. That's it. Like, and you just have to do it. You don't get to do your own version or complete like 30 days or 60 days. Like it's all in 75 days. And And, yeah. And kind of like touching on what you said earlier about, um, like we couldn't go around the dates that we started because any dates were going to be hard. Like there's always going to be stuff. Um, what Andy Frisella mentions in his podcast is he says, this is designed to be hard. This challenge is designed to be difficult and life is going to have hard times. It's not like you can have perfect conditions 100% of the time. So making this challenge in a time where we each had a lot of travel going on, a lot of things, being able to stay to a commitment like this during hard times when things aren't great just taught us so much mental clarity on how to handle hard times and still get the things that you need to get done, done. Yes, it, it makes you mentally tough. Um, 
so leading into that, you know, hard is in the title of the pro or the program. What was the the hardest part for you? Oh, for me, well, going into it, I kind of think that there's different seasons of 75 hard. You know, 75 hard is like what, two and a half, like three months. So, and that's like three 25 day periods. And I think breaking it down into that mentality, like, so the first 25 days, I would say the hardest part of those is starting to diet and go into a caloric deficit. So you and I both, um, just to go over what you and I both did, we both um, tracked macros and went into a caloric deficit. And you and I both um, do a fitness program called Power Fit, and we can kind of go into that like later at a different episode. But you and I both um, love this fitness program, and it's strength training. And so we followed that program for our daily strength workouts. And then you and I each, for the m- most part, would do our outside workout for 45 minutes walking outside. And so that's kind of how we broke it down. And being in a caloric deficit and doing two workouts a day is extremely difficult. I would say the first 25 days, the two hardest parts of the first 25 days for me were not seeing results. Like I took pictures every day and didn't see any results. The scale probably only moved five pounds. Um, You're just constantly showing up for yourself and you're not seeing any change. Nothing's fitting different. Like everything's just the same. And so not seeing a lot of growth in the first 25 days was really hard. And the first 25 days being hungry (laughs) was an issue for me because you're in a caloric deficit. You're working out twice a day. You're used to eating whatever you want. I just remember I'd have to, you know, chug my water and like want to eat my water because it would fill me up a little bit more because I was hungry. Um, and I think in any fitness, um, aspect when you're trying to, you know, like make changes with your body and do that, you have to realize that you will hit a point at one point, you will hit a point eventually where you can be in like that maintenance, um, section and never be hungry again. But if you're trying to lose weight and be in a caloric deficit and trying to like change your body, you will have to be in the point where you're going to be hungry. Like that's just part of it. So you can't, you know, stray from that. Um, the second, Day 25 to 50, I would say was probably the easiest part of 75 hard because I started to see insane results and people around me started to see it. And so I wouldn't say there was anything really remarkably hard about day 25 to 50. Obviously, you're still showing up. There's days that are really freaking difficult. Like you don't want to get up and go to the gym. You do not want to finish drinking your water at 11 p.m. Um, And you hit a point where you're like, shit, I have 30 days left of this. Why do I, why am I even doing this? You hit that point in there, but it didn't really get hard. It started to be a little bit more of a habit. I started to shed pounds like crazy. Um, You know, people around me started seeing the results. My husband started seeing my confidence grow. My mom, um, she would come on my walks every day with me. And I think that part meant the most to me because my mom, I'm going to get emotional talking about this. She started to change her life because she saw me wanting to change my life. So she started coming on my walks with me every day. Now she comes to me with the gym five days a week. So seeing that change in her, seeing the change in my husband wanting to eat healthy with me. And then my daughter, you know, she's starting to eat foods now and being able to set that precedence of like, we eat really clean, nutrient dense foods in this family. Like this is how I want her to eat. So I would say days 25 to 50, you know, I kind of skated through them a little bit. And then I would say 50 to 75 were stinking hard, especially the last 10 days because I hit my lowest weight. My goal weight was 175. 
And I hit 173 at day like 60 and I was on cloud nine. I was like, I need to keep doing this forever. I'm just losing, losing, losing. I feel lean. I feel so good. And then the last 10 days, I started to gain it all back. I was in a caloric deficit for about like eight weeks and I started to just get so hungry because I was starting to strength train harder. I started to show up in the gym. I wasn't just doing at-home workouts anymore. I'd go to the gym every morning and I started to get so hungry and I was like, you know, what? I need to go to maintenance. I need to add like three to 400 calories to my diet. So my weight went back up to like 178 and that was such a mental, that was so mentally hard because I was like, I've been working so hard and all I'm doing is adding like a little extra calories of this like, you know, like good food, but I'm just eating a little bit more because I physically can't not eat. And I started to see a little bit of weight gain. And the last like 10 days, it was like pulling teeth, having to like look at bad foods and, you know, not eat them. And, you know, I had gone to three weddings in the span of 75 hard and couldn't drink, couldn't eat any of the sweets, had to eat like good food. And it was just like the last 10 days I was like, did I do all that for nothing? Like I did not. I have 10 days left. So I just sucked it up. I would be pissed off reading my book at 9.30 PM. My husband's like, turn off the light. I want to go to bed. And I'm like needing to finish reading and having to, you know, be still hungry because I'm like working out more, strength training more and not able to eat. And it was insane. So I would say that the hardest part, those are the hardest parts of the season, the travel. Um, there were days that I had to drive five hours there and back to go float teeth for the day. So I would have to leave at 5 a.m., which meant I would have to do my outdoor workout at like 3.30. So I'd have to go walk in the snow at 3.30 a.m. And I wouldn't get home until 8 p.m. and had to do a strength training. Um, there were days that, you know, my mom and dad or my husband would be like, well, you can just count floating teeth as your 45-minute outdoor workout, count you? And I'm like, no, like I made this promise myself. I have to do it. I'm going to do it the right way. And so like talking about what the hardest part of 75 Hard was for any of us, um, I think the whole thing is hard. <laughs> you know, I think you can't pinpoint just like one thing. But going through that, I think that's like the hardest part. But I'll tell you what, on that last day, I remember I'm going to get emotional talking about it because it's such an emotional thing. Like it's the biggest accomplishment I've ever accomplished in my life. Um, you know, some people would say like, oh, like isn't having your daughter the biggest accomplishment or like marrying your husband or, but I did this to be the best version of myself for them because they deserve the best me. And I'll never forget the last 45 minute walk I did. I was just crying the whole time. I just remember walking the same road that I would walk every single day and just sobbing because I was so incredibly proud of what I had done and what I'd showed up to do. I'd changed not only me, but the people around me and walking back and forth on that road the last time for 45 minutes. Um, that was the easiest part because I just got to enjoy it and it was really, it was really awesome going to sleep that night on the last day. I was so incredibly proud. I just remember going to bed thinking about all of the food I was going to eat the next day and being able to sleep in and not having to drink a damn gallon of water. <laughs> but as for what the hardest part is, the whole thing's hard. Um, but it's so worth it in the end. Um, but Christina, <laughs> what was the hardest part of 75 hard for you? Because I know we all experience it in different ways. And I want to know kind of about your journey and, and what was so hard about it for you. Yes. Um, I was getting really emotional listening to your um, hardest part about 75 because it really is. It's, it's all hard. Um, but it's so, so mentally rewarding. And um, forgive me because I'm getting emotional just thinking about 
<laughs> my results from 75 hard. But um, this go round, since I've already done it twice, like the hardest parts about round two were completely different than round one for me. And I'm not going to touch too much on round one, but round two, um, the hardest part was this time um, I went on vacation two weeks in. And while it was really easy to get back into like the good habits of doing all the tasks like I had done before, it was, I went on vacation with my husband. And if you all have listened to our um, previous podcast, like my husband travels a lot of time for work. And so he had been working up until this point when we were about to go on vacation in February. And this was like our first vacation together in probably almost a year. So that was really, really tough to go on vacation. Um, also we went to visit friends like I haven't seen in a really long time. Um, so that was hard to kind of sit there and I really, really got in my head. And there was one night during the vacation that I was like, really contemplating just starting over because I was like I've already done this like I've already completed it and I did amazing like what's so wrong about just like starting it over um and it got to a point where like I was almost considering it and then um I was like no like that's not me like I there's no way I can do this I cannot choose to to quit it and I love 75 hard I will recommend this till the day I die (laughs) because I truly truly believe um, and the results and what it does for you mentally. And so I think that was like within the first like 25 days, like you had said, that was kind of my hardest mental, um, obstacle that I was able to overcome. Yeah. Cause I remember texting me during that time and saying like, this sucks. Like everyone is drinking and having a good time. I want to have a good time with my husband. I remember you texting me and I'm like, we are in this together. I like didn't want, I was like, I want you to have a good time on vacation, but I'm like, we made this commitment together. We're going to do this together. And I, I remember that being a huge struggle for you. Yeah. I was not happy. Like I was not happy at all. I like, I was pissed <laughs> and, um, and especially having already done it once. I was like, I don't have anything to prove to myself this time. You know, you get, you're getting in your head and, I was just, I was, I was mad. I was like, why the heck did I decide to do this and come on vacation? Like I haven't been on vacation with my husband forever. But then, then it occurred to me, I was like, this is my hard for this round of 75 hard. Like I overcame a lot of things in the first round. Like this was my hard in this season that I was in right now that I had to overcome. And so it was really beneficial. It was great experiencing the growth afterwards, but you know, when you're going through it, like it hurts. (laughs) And so that was really, that was really difficult for me. Um, And then I think, this time was a little bit more difficult as far as like the physical fitness. I chose to go with strength building rather than um, doing like more cardio based with PowerFit, which we'll talk a little bit more about those programs later. But you and I both chose to do strength building um, and going into a deficit. I wasn't in a huge deficit because you you are strength building, but I was compared to like what I was eating beforehand. And so being in a little bit of deficit, you know, you go through those hunger pains um, and it was a little bit different this time because previously like the weight was just falling off, kind of like you had said, mentioned like in that first um, half of 75 hard. And this time, like the weight fell off, but at the same time, like I was gaining so much muscle that um, it wasn't like I was just looking a lot stronger. And so mentally for me, even though that was what I was wanting to do was be strong, the look was completely different than what I had envisioned. So kind of just like overcoming that mentally as well. 
with what I kind of thought versus like how my body responded to the strength training was a little bit more difficult for me. Um, but I think the hardest thing, and forgive me, I'm going to get emotional, but um, I experienced a loss during 75 hard and I lost my cousin and um, the the fact that I was committed to this and just like my hope um, of being able to see him again and the comfort that God gave me kept me going because if y'all know me personally (laughs) you kind of know like what the last year of my life has been like and so the loss of my cousin hit me really really hard and just the requirements that 75 hard um has set you know with the workouts and stuff kept me moving and mentally kept me a lot stronger than when I would have been if I had not been doing this at the time because I was committed, I wasn't going to quit it. And so um, this really helped keep me focused on not falling back into just being sad. Um, so I think, you know, while that was really, really hard, this this really, really helped. Um, it helped me. So, and I overcame a lot. <laughs> so <clears throat> I would say those were the hardest things for me during this round of 75 hard. And I mean, it's all, um, now that the program's done, just, like, the mental toughness that I feel now versus the first time, even though the results were completely different for me, um, so, so rewarding that I was able to, um, complete this for a second time, so, sorry, guys, my words got a little jumbled there, because, um, it, that was, it was a really hard time, so. I think anyone can sympathize um especially just hearing in your voice you know like that obviously I remember that time and you know obviously we're not going to get into it but that was a very rough time for our family and um I just remember being so impressed by you how you handled that and continued 75 hard and it could have been so easy for you to just say I'm not going to do this anymore I need to give my body a break but honestly it wasn't giving your body a break. It was keeping you going, doing this challenge during that. And God definitely had you doing this during that season to just, you know, keep focusing on a task of, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to get this done. And I think that can be a testament to a lot of people that are going through something really hard in their life and going through either like loss or trauma and realizing that you don't have to just like stop doing what you're doing and do other things you have to you have to put one foot in front of the other and whether that be just you make yourself do these tasks for the day or you make yourself do this for the day you have to show up for yourself and and do something and i really admired you for sticking through 75 hard through that it was really impressive to see you doing that thank you <clears throat> yeah it's um you know, and if, if, like, I really physically needed the rest, you know, I would have, but I, I was in a different place in my life personally where, you know, I, I had to keep moving and doing this stuff. So, um, yeah, 75 hard. <laughs> um, anyways, kind of tr- transitioning. <laughs> transitioning to an easier, um, a happier part of 75 hard. Um, yes, you know, yeah. we talk about the weight loss and we talk about, you know, like shedding fat off of our bodies, but that was not 
the goal of 75 hard. And I don't think either you or I went into 75 hard with the intentions of losing. We went into it with the intentions of gaining and just talking about what we've gained more than we've lost. Um, Christina, can you touch on the biggest things that you gained doing this challenge, at least this go around? Yes. Um, my biggest gains were just, I think, well, and you and I both read this book actually, and when we will talk a little bit more about our, our books later. Um, but my biggest gain was learning how to take keeping my promises to myself to another level, like really, truly applying that across everything in my life. Um, you know, I was doing all the tasks and, and, doing well, but I also needed to continue like using all of the things that I had learned and applying them. Like if you don't, if you read it and you don't apply, it's not, it's not going to do you any good. Um, so just really going an extra level and applying the things that I was learning to my life as far as like personal business, I've created, um, amazing like morning routines. Um, and now that 75 hard is still over, like I'm still doing, most of the 75 hard things. Like there's very little that I've adjusted to my life because this is now like my lifestyle. So I think the biggest gains were just, honestly, it's, it's the confidence, um, the confidence of knowing that I keep my promises to myself and just repeatedly doing that every single day and continuing to grow. Um, so I'd love to hear like what your biggest gains are. Yeah. I remember you specifically, um, applying so much of what we read to like everyday life, Christina, because I remember we read a lot of the same books. So we read, um, and like I said, we'll probably have a whole episode just on like our favorite books and go over like the books that we like and and things that you can learn from them. But I just remember reading the same books as you and you and I both chatting about like, okay, this is how we can apply this to our business. And like, oh, this is how I'm going to apply this book to our relationship. So I, definitely noticed that you were taking a lot of those like books, all of the knowledge from the books and applying it to your life. Um, as far as what I gained, I think one of the biggest things that I gained, um, not the biggest, but one of the biggest things that I gained was so much muscle. I never thought that I (laughs) would be someone that could be super muscular. I have the build for it. I'm a bigger gal. Like I am tall. I have really broad shoulders. I have big quads. Um, But I just remember into 75 hard, I always felt like I had noodle arms and I like would flex in the mirror and I had muscles and I'd go to the gym and I'd be like, you know, doing shoulder presses and I had shoulder muscles and I would do these squats and look down and I had muscles like I lost the layer of fat over to expose all of this muscle and it was just so cool to see. Um, But I think the biggest thing that I gained with 75 hard is bottom line confidence. And I have always seemed like a very confident person. I have, I'm an extrovert and I like to talk. I like to be on socials. And I think that comes off as confidence to a lot of people. But during 75 Hard at the very beginning, I remember I listened to a podcast. Um, it was the Unbothered Bonds, the Unbothered Blondes podcast with Randa Caraba, and she had Tracy Jones on. Um, and Tracy talked about what confidence was. And when she said this, it's like a light bulb went off in my head. And I like messaged all of my closest friends and talked to them about this. And she said, confidence is the ability to keep promises to yourself. 
And confidence is knowing that you can keep a promise to yourself. And I realized that I spent all of these years, I'm 27, I've done a lot of like, oh, I'm going to like be fit. And I'd spend a couple months like trying to get fit. And I'd fall off the wagon and I'd start eating like garbage again. And I'd start, you know, eating some more fast food and I wouldn't show up to the gym. And I just couldn't count on myself. I wouldn't, I could not trust myself to follow through with something like this. And I'd always, I had, you know how many before pictures I have on my camera reel? It's depressing to think about how many before pictures I have on my camera reel because I would always take before pictures and I wouldn't follow through and have an after. And now I finally have a freaking after picture. And like that to me is like, the biggest thing that I got doing this was the confidence because now I can say like, I trust myself because if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to follow through with it. I love that so much. And yes, just watching you over the whole course of 75 hard has been amazing because you've changed. Like I've changed, you've changed. It's, and we're close. (laughs) And so like getting to experience that together and watching each other and encouraging each other, has been absolutely amazing. And I just remembered when you had messaged me on the last day, like that moment (laughs) on your walk, um, when you had finished and you kept that promise to yourself was, it was just amazing. Um, and again, we'll get a little emotional because that's how big of a deal this is. (laughs) Y'all, this is, it's a big deal. And there's a lot of people that want to give it a try. A lot of people have messaged me like asking, like, give me some info on it. I want to try it out. And, you know, a lot of people will hear what's entailed in it and they'll say, oh, I couldn't do that. I I couldn't do that. I don't have time for that. And I get it. Like I used to be small minded too. Sorry. <laughs> like that might sound offensive, but if you want great changes for yourself, you have to make great changes and, you know, big changes aren't going to come easily and you're not going to change as a person unless like nothing changes if nothing changes. So If you're willing to take on something like this, if you have the support of your family and they see that you genuinely want to change yourself, then go for it. But if it's something that doesn't interest you, doesn't spark, you know, anything in you, then you don't have to do it. It's fine. (laughs) But we have, I know both you and I have inspired quite a bit of people to do it. I have friends that are doing it right now. Um, Actually, I have a, my cousin's fiance she started it after her and I spoke about it and me and her have gotten so much closer, um, since she started it. And, you know, I, I was always like, why weren't we close before? And it's just fun to have like new relationships start growing because, you know, we, we share this in common that we want this growth mindset together. And so it's just been really cool to see like all the people that you and I have inspired to make this change for themselves. And if you fail, if you make it to 25 day, day 25 and something happens, like it's fine. You're not, it's not the end of the world. Like start over, you know, it's going to suck. The failing's going to suck, but it's, you can do it. Yeah. And I think Andy touches a lot more on that too, about like the failing and restarting stuff in his podcast. So I would highly, highly recommend listening to Andy's podcast. You know, like, this is just our personal experience that we're sharing. Um, So I definitely recommend, like, listening to his um, pod. And he does have that book, too, too, that you could read if you're interested in starting. But we highly recommend 75 Hard. And highly recommend. Yes. And it it is uncomfortable. And it's going to get uncomfortable because things are going to change. Like, and your mindset's going to change. The people that you hang around with, you're going to look at that 
all of that differently, like your whole life. So, um, you know, get on, get comfortable with being uncomfortable if you're really interested in this. Exactly. And I think one thing that we haven't touched on yet, but it's something that's worth mentioning is the negativity that you'll get from some people doing something this big. Like you and I both experienced a ton of like, oh, well, you can't just have one drink. Or I just remember someone telling me that drinking too much water for me could be bad for me. And there's going to be people that talk negative about what you're doing. And why do you think that is, Christina? Why do you think people are going <laughs> to, what I want to know what you think is the reason people are going to show negativity towards someone? Um, that is just a reflection of like what's going on in their own life. It's what because their they, own they want people to do it. It's because they yeah. they couldn't do 75 hard. So they have to make you think that you can't do it and you shouldn't be doing it. That's why. Yeah. Misery loves company, y'all. And you're going to get people that are are not going to believe in your goals and your dreams. And that's okay. You know, like your circle may get smaller, but if you're in a growth, you know, a state of growth, like that's okay. Like it's, that's the part that's, it's uncomfortable and you're going to have to come to terms with a lot of different things in your life and figure out, you know, if those people or those things that you do are really serving you in your growth. Cause I mean, it's hard, but it, it's so worth it. It's so worth it. And if your circle's getting smaller and you need more pre- more people in your circle, Christina and I can be in your circle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hit us up on the gram. Send us a message. We'll exactly. <laughs> I thought it would be funny, Christina, to talk about, like, just touch on um, before we wrap it up kind of with what our new goals are. I thought it'd be um, fun to touch on some of, like, the funny things that happened to us during 75 Hard because I have a handful of stuff that happened to me that was, like, absolutely ridiculous and things that I was doing in the middle of the night. Um. <laughs> um, yeah, so funny things, number one. Um, yeah, I My weakest task, I would say, that I struggled with was the water. And a lot of times I would freak out about water. Um, also, you, I had dreams, especially in the first round of 75 hard that I did, I would have like horrible dreams and I would get sick to my stomach in my dream. Like it felt so incredibly real. Like, oh my goodness, I just ate a piece of that chocolate bar that somebody handed to me. It's over. Like my whole 75, like hard journey. Like I would get devastated in in my dream, but those are like my two biggest things was like my fear of not having drank all my ounces of water (laughs) and then the weird dreams. I too had a dream where I drank a beer and then I woke up the next morning and texted you and I was like, I had a dream too. But, um, I think the funniest things I have stuff that I want to mention that are hysterical to me. Now looking back, Josephine's birthday party was February 11th and her party was on the 12th in Michigan. We were traveling and you and I started on the first. So I was on day 12 for her birthday party and we ordered her a cookies and cream cheesecake for her birthday. So I, and she didn't finish it. It was a little cake smash, but it looked so good, Christina. I wanted it so bad. So you know what I did? I froze it. We took it home in the freezer and it sat in our deep freeze next to our venison roasts for the entirety, the rest of 75 hard. And on day 76 on Easter Sunday last week, I ate that whole damn cake. I ate the entire thing. Another thing that happened is um, I knew I wanted In-N-Out and a crumble cookie. That was like the only thing keeping me going was In-N-Out and a crumble cookie. And I remember 
day 76 not only fell on a Sunday, but Easter Sunday. So nothing was going to be open. So that Saturday on day 75, I went to In-N-Out and got In-N-Out, didn't eat it on the way home. And I got crumble cookies and I saved them and I ate them the next day. (laughs) So that is what I did for my first meal post 75 hard. Um, Another really funny thing that happened to me, it's actually not funny. It's terrifying. I almost failed. I remember I was laying in bed with my husband. I still had to read and you know, we were just enjoying unwinding the day and we were kind of watching a movie and drifting off and we drifted off to sleep and I woke up and I was like, I failed 75 hard. I didn't read. I fell asleep. I didn't read. Oh my gosh. I failed. I failed. I failed. By the grace of God, the clock said 1130 PM. And I was like, oh, yes. So I got out of bed and I got my book and I turned the light on in the other room and I read my 10 pages, closed them and at 11.50 p.m., got back into bed. So I was this close to failing, but your girl got her, bed, got her butt out of bed at 11.30 and read. So I think those are just some of the funny stories to touch on of what happened to us during 75 Hard. Oh, man. Yeah, I remember getting your text in the middle of the night. I think you texted me a picture of the book. and You were telling me what had happened. And like when you're so committed to this, like you take you have like hyper awareness of of what you're doing, like as far as your tasks go. And it does get really nerve wracking to think like you even came, you know, that close, like you had 30 minutes to not making it. Exactly. Well, wrapping today's episode up, I know we have it really long, but I feel like you guys are going to get so much value out of this episode. Even if 75 hard is not something that you want to do yourself, applying a lot of these um, principles to your life can help so much, but we highly recommend the 75 hard challenge. It Like we have both gotten super emotional here. It's changed our life. So Christina, what are your new goals now that you've completed 75 hard? Because I think it's one of those things, like once you accomplish a goal this big, it's super hard to like find not motivation, but like, where do we go from here kind of thing? I just completed this huge thing. Like, where do I go from here? So what are your new goals now that you've completed 75 hard twice? Yes. So, uh, I actually set a goal, um, beginning of January and 75 hard kind of like played into that. And now I'm just continuing on with that bigger goal to participate in the power fit $20,000 giveaway challenge. So that will end in July. So I'm still continuing on. Um, I wanted to strength build during 75 hard. That way I could go into a deficit and lean out on the second half of my six month challenge. So that's where I'm at now is just um, finishing that challenge really strong and um, being able to reach that finish line in July and then setting another big goal. So um, I'd love to hear what your goals are now too. Well, I am rooting for you to hit that goal and I think you're going to win the $20,000 personally. I know you already have envisioned what that $20,000 is going to because people like you and I, when you have goals that big, you make sure you already spent the damn money and you know exactly where it's going to because manifestation is key. Um, As far as me, I have never been someone that has like been consistent. And when Christina and I sat down and did our goals for the year for Dandy Lashes, you know, her and I are so close that, um, 
we sat down and wrote our goals for our business for Dandy Lashes, but um, we also kind of like shared our personal goals together a little bit. And I told her that my word of the year is consistency um, because every year I like to have a word of the year. And so 2022, my word was consistency. And I didn't really know what that meant at the beginning. To me, it was just kind of like, okay, with our business, we need to be consistent and show up. Like with my finances, my personal finances, I need to be consistent and, you know, sticking to my budget. Um, I just wanted to be consistent. And so looking now past 75 hard, I am reaching a more sustainable lifestyle of an 80-20 rule. I like to still track my macros and hit my protein goal Monday through Friday. So 80% of the time, I want to continue to eat as clean as possible, eat nutrient-dense foods, and track my macros just to make sure I'm at a good maintenance. I'm not overeating. I'm not undereating. Just making sure I'm eating really good whole foods. And then on the weekends, I don't really track I don't go completely as hard as I did on Easter Sunday eating like in and out crumble cookies, a whole cake, XYZ. But, you know, I don't track on the weekends and I'm able to enjoy um, my time. And so I think being consistent with my nutrition for the next, um, the rest of the year is key to me. And then my other goal is to continue to show up for my workouts five days a week. So ever since I started going to the gym the week of my birthday, so like end of March, um, I have not missed a weekday at the gym. So I go Monday through Friday. Josh and I have a little um, camping trip coming up this weekend. So I'll have to not stick to that plan, but because <laughs> we'll be gone for a couple of the weekdays. Um, but I do plan on just staying consistent, going to the gym um, Monday through Friday, showing up for my workouts, giving it my 100%. And a little fun little side pot that you and I and then my cousin that's also doing 75 hard is we all got um, body composition scans, me, Christina, and my cousin's fiance. Um, her name is Lonica. She's a big fan of the podcast. So shout out to Lonica. Um, we all got body scans and we are just doing a little like challenge just us three for the next like few weeks just to see who can um, improve their fat loss and muscle composition the most. So we are just really focusing on sustainability, being healthy, and being really strong. Love that. And I'm excited for all of the fun goals that we have planned. Um, so just in wrapping up today, thank you all so much for listening and hanging out with us. Um, keep an eye on the gram this week because, um, which I don't, <laughs> Shine, I haven't exactly talked about this yet, but um, we'll be sharing a lot of 75 hard stuff this week, I think. So keep an eye out. <laughs> I would love to share with you guys our before and afters if Christina's down for that. So yes. <laughs> I'm going to create mine this week. So keep an eye on the gram because the content's going to be really fire this week. Um, <laughs> and then um, and then if you like the podcast, of course, we appreciate it. You could rate us on Spotify or Apple. And um, stay tuned for next week's episode. We'll be dropping on Wednesday. And thank you so much for hanging out with us today. See you guys next week.